chatting with Brittany McCleary, music teacher at Willa Cather Elementary School in Omaha, Nebraska. Brittany shares with us how she plans and teaches music using the Core Knowledge Music Sequence. She also provides great suggestions to new as well as experienced music teachers in Core Knowledge Schools. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the latest edition of the Building Knowledge Podcast. Today, I have with me Brittany McCleary. Brittany is the music teacher at one of our schools of distinction, which is Willa Cather Elementary out in Nebraska. Um, Brittany, thank you so much for joining us today. I really appreciate it. Thanks for having me. So before we get started, can you talk to us a little bit about Willa Cather Elementary? Like I said, it's one of our schools of distinction. And what your role is there? Yeah, Willow Cather's in Omaha, Nebraska, and it's in the Millard School District. And we are the only school in our district that is a core knowledge um, school of distinction or just a core knowledge school in general. Um, and we have about 325 students K through five. And so I teach all of them and I see my students twice a week for 30 minutes, um, specifically just for music. And then on Wednesdays, we combine music and PE and we call it Jimzik. And we see each um, student for 20 minutes on that day. So I see them for about an hour and 20 minutes each week. Um, so how, how do you go about planning for your music lessons? Um, some of our staff had the opportunity to go out and visit your school since you are a school of distinction. And they were so impressed with your music lessons. So how do you actually go about planning those lessons and incorporating the core knowledge music sequence? Sure. Yeah. Thank you. Um, well, what I do uh, when I start planning, I just want to know, what do I want my students to know? Like, what's my objective when I'm starting here? And obviously, those are those foundational music skills, those building blocks of rhythm, pitch. And so I, I start at the beginning. And in the core knowledge sequence, there's the um, elements of music. And, and basically, those are those building blocks we're talking about. So um, it'll list all the elements that we um, want to accomplish. And so I start there because that's what we want our kids to know. So the elements of music in the music sequence that's the base. And so the songs and the poems and the composers that go along with it in the sequence, that's our mode of delivery. So we can use those, um, our mode of delivery. And then all of that connects back to what they're doing in the classroom. Um, I get to see them specifically for music, whereas I'm sure there's others in the country that have to teach the music in the classroom. I get to kind of connect that and make it a full circle. I mean, for for our students, when we when we use the core knowledge sequence, they it makes for deeper learning. So they're learning about music, but it's in conjunction with the rest of the core curriculum, and it makes it so it's a full circle. It's it's not just oh, music is separate right here, and I go to music class, and that's separate. It allows for that deeper learning in conjunction with the other subjects. Mm -hmm. But I 100% start with those elements of music because that's that's my goal as a music teacher is to make them musicians, and so. Um, as far as that goes, once I start with the basics and I decide my mode of um, delivery, I 100% believe that kids need to experience music a lot before we label it. Um, so we start there. I start with singing and speaking and moving and playing and having the kids compose so that it solidifies those elements of music in the core sequence. 
And once we go from there, then we can build on top of all the things because the core curriculum is very circular. And so it, it always reminds you at the beginning of the year what they need to review from the last year. And then it talks about the elements they need to learn for this year. So we'll spiral down. We'll spiral down at the beginning of the year, review all the things from last year. And then we spiral on up to add to that knowledge from the year before. And so that's kind of where I start to go with planning. So do you work in conjunction with each grade level teachers? You, do you talk about like what their pacing is for the year to make sure that there's alignment? Um, what does that look like with your relationship with the classroom teachers? Yeah, each um, classroom teacher gets me a year long plan. And of course, it it varies. And of course, um, I also have requirements of, from my district on um, performances. So sometimes the sequence gets a little out of whack based on when we have to schedule those. But I'm I able to make sure I'm doing things that are um, aligning with what the teachers are doing, even if it's a little bit after the kids are like, oh, Oh, we just learned about Africa. That's cool. And so it, it allows again for that deeper learning because it's connecting music to other parts of the world. We don't live in isolation. We don't go our, through our day and be like, okay, now I'm going to go to my music section of my day. And so as adults, we already know that our world is connected, but we have to start making those connections with students and allowing them to make those connections for themselves. So yeah, we have um, communication that way. And then we also have times during the day where I can run and be like, hey, did you move on to that already? Um, and stuff like that. But their year-long plans are really helpful for me because I can see where they are at. Um, so you mentioned the combined PE music that you do for 20 minutes. So talk to me about what that is. I'm really interested. Yeah, Jimzik. Jimzik is gym and music, so we call it Jimzik. And uh, really, it's just us combining our curriculums um, in a different way. So we'll do a lot of folk dancing, which also allows us to um, kind of dive deeper into some of those um, like composers and time periods the kids are learning about. But then we really also focus a lot on collaboration as far as teaching the kids how to collaborate themselves. So we have about 40 to 50 students at a time, and we work a lot on team building as well. So while it's specifically not necessarily in the core curriculum, it's building those found, those skills of just being able to work with each other. And that helps, again, connect us to that greater world. When they become adults, they're going to have to work together in some way or uh, shape or form. And so um, we just start building those skills. So we really focus on that. That sounds so fun. Like I, I would love to see what that what that look looks like. And I hope that some of our listeners we'll get an idea of some things that they could be doing at their school with Jimzik. I, I think that's what a great idea. It looks um, like a lot of playing, which is awesome. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, so, and they don't even know if they're actually learning something. So <laughs> that's, that's always the best. Um, so what suggestions could you, can you give to other music teachers who might be struggling with the core knowledge music sequence. And I'm specifically thinking about teachers, music teachers that have never even seen this before. And they kind of, and they may have in their minds because they've been at another school that's not a core knowledge school, for example. It's just like any other teacher. They have it set like, but I always do this. And I always do that in at this time of year and that time of year. And they don't have a clear understanding of that spiral. 
Yeah. Well, you know, I, I have really good knowledge of this actually, because like I said, I'm the only school in my district that is core knowledge. So I do actually, I am bound by a district curriculum um, as well. So I, I'm very used to balancing um, two different expectations, but really if we get down to it, the core knowledge sequence is not different, um, that much different than what I'm being asked of from my district, because it goes back again to those elements of music that we need them to learn. And so those are those basic basic foundational skills. So, you know, in the core knowledge sequence, for example, in kindergarten, one of the um, elements of music that we need to do is recognize steady beat and be able to play steady beat. That's no matter what district you're in or whatever, that is, that's a constant in music education. So we just need to go back to those basic elements and then use those um, composers again as the mode. For example, if I'm going to go a steady beat, I might use Bear Goes Over the Mountain. The Bear Goes Over the Mountain or Went Over the Mountain is one of the kindergarten songs in the core curriculum. Maybe lesson one, I recognize, I want the kids to recognize steady beat and begin to play. So I'm going to let them free move in the room. And I think actually um, when they came to uh, view me for distinction, I was doing this. I was having the kids, I gave them boundaries. I said, you can free move. We're going to skip. We're going to do all the locomotor movements, but we're going to use Bear Goes Over the Mountain. And I went to the piano and I played Bear Goes Over the Mountain and I played the beat and I sang for them while they moved. They're already starting to recognize that. And I'm allowing them another one of the listening and understanding things is um, they need to be able to hear what a piano sounds like and a guitar. Well, I'm hitting three things in one lesson just by letting them move around and get some energy out. So maybe lesson one's that. Again, my basic was I want them to do beat. So maybe in lesson two, I can use bear one over the mountain again. And now I'm going to work on fast and slow. So now I'm going to show them maybe on my guitar or piano again, I'm going to show them that this song can go fast and can go slow. So the foundation of, of tempo are already getting set. Oh, wait, but we're still doing a familiar song that's in the core knowledge sequence. So there's just like endless possibilities when you stick to the elements you need and the elements you're teaching and then use the core knowledge songs and, you know, pull in all of that to use that as your mode. Because I could think of, you know, three or four more lessons if you want me to go into it just with um, the elements and the same song. I can use the same song for lots of things. So one thing I would suggest is one, start with your elements, your basic building blocks Two, reuse stuff. We don't have, we have so much stuff. We can, we can reuse it a couple of times so that the kids feel really familiar with it. And so I start there, start with those basic building blocks and build lessons from that. I'm a big proponent of movement too. Movement, singing, speaking, they got to play instruments. They got to, you know, play games with it. And then also having them compose their own music. This is going to allow for us to take those basic building blocks and make it deeper. And so even if you're not a core knowledge school, you could use the core knowledge um, things as those awesome modes to connect to the world. So finally, I want to ask if a music teacher that's listening, they're brand new to a core knowledge school, they are still struggling this year, how would they get started? you know, say in January, moving forward, what would you suggest? You know, uh, in the core curriculum for music, there are some pages that are list all the songs for the year. It lists the elements and lists the listening and understanding. And then there's also parts that go deeper. I would really start with the, with the, like the 
Cliff's Notes version so you don't get overwhelmed, especially if you're a new teacher. Sometimes having too many resources is just as overwhelming as having not enough. So the core curriculum is really rich and it has a lot of resources and a lot of alternates. Start with that main page that says, this is what kindergartners need to learn this year, or this is what first graders, second graders, at whatever level need to learn this year. And these are the songs that you have to do it with so that you don't get overwhelmed. But then my other suggestion, you know, as we go forward is to um, make sure that we're singing and speaking and playing and moving with our kids, not just singing, sitting and singing. Um, the songs are not just to be heard or experienced. They're to be um, shared and changed and, and ha- allow the kids to have ownership over them. So I really encourage us not to just get stuck in one mode where we sit and sing all the time or, um, you know, because we all know that kids learn differently and that applies to music as well. And then I guess my second solution would be go out and seek out training from leading programs around the country for best practices, you know, because even though the core curriculum, if we're sharpening our skills and and our best practices and in a way that's relevant for our kids, then you are going to stay current with them. You are going to make sure you're delivering it in the best way. And those things are like um, um, American or schoolwork levels, Kodai, these are specifically music things and world music drumming. Those are like really leading programs right now that are teaching us just how to deliver this stuff. And so no matter what curriculum you have, you're staying relevant with your skills and doing what's best for kids. Because ultimately, that's what we're going for. No matter who we are in the country, we're going for what's best for kids. So start with the curriculum, hone your skills and and do those things. Thank you so much, Brittany. One of the things I think that people miss out a lot about core knowledge is that they think it's just ELA and history and geography and science And they forget that we do place equal importance on the integration of the arts, visual arts and music as well. And we've always made that very intentional since we came out with the sequence 30 years ago, but they kind of get pushed to the side like, oh, it's just in specials and we, and we, they don't place importance and significance in it. And I'm so glad that we were able to connect with you because you're just such a shining example of how that can be done in an intentional way, but also in a fun way for your students. And, but they're still learning Mm -hmm. and you've just placed this really great foundation for music appreciation. Um, And I, I honestly wish I could be in your class because (laughs) it sounds so fun. I just, You're welcome anytime. Oh, well, I might be there. That's awesome. <laughs> Thank you so much, Brittany. Thank you so much for having me.